this week we are talking how to stay out the friend zone. I'm going to be teaching Tommy about this, obviously. Uh, he needs my all, my all my help, all the advice he can get. And I'm going to kick us off straight away. Let's get stuck in. Stuck in. Help the listeners out there that want to stay out of the friend zone. Buy her a box of condoms. Okay. Now, this should be an upfront gift. It should be Jurex. Spend a little bit of money on a jumbo box, perhaps. None of this sort of buying of flowers and stuff. Don't. That's bad for the environment. Stop digging up flowers, okay? Stop handing them. It's ridiculous. Buy a box of condoms. Set the tone early on. That's a first date gift if I've ever seen it, okay? This is a date. This is not a friendship thing. I'm not yeah. wanting to, you know, be all bezzy pals and everything. Oh, let's let's hang around together. No, 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 no. <clears throat> this is a relationship here. Hmm. I want you to know where I'm at with this. Yeah. Let's communicado here and let's say box of Jurex. Here you go. 50 there for us to get through. Sometimes the lines can be blurred, can't they, when you're go going on. on a date between between if you're going on the date for maybe you're going on the date for fun or maybe you're going on the date for uh for something a bit more concrete and there's nothing better to set the tone than turning up with a box of condoms, I suppose. Mm -hmm. I have as well. Regular listeners to the podcast will remember I've signaled my opposition to flowers before. I think in the first Unpopular Opinions episode, I said they're a completely pointless gift, especially because they die after about two weeks. Whereas with condoms... They last a lifetime for me. We use them time and time again. Unboxed for a lifetime for me. I think I've also also voiced anti-condom opinions. Oh, yeah, definitely. Before on this podcast, so I'm not a hypocrite, but mm. I would I take a box of condoms over a bunch of flowers. Think about flowers as well. Day. If you turn up to a date with flowers, you've then got the dates holding for the whole time. Do you know what I mean? They're getting battered, they're blowing in the wind, right. she can't be arsed holding them. Do you know what I mean? You've got to put them down in the restaurant somewhere. <laughs> oh, do you want me to get some water for those? Not really, but yeah, go on, get them out of my hands, that kind of thing. And it's just another thing to carry around. It's like a second handbag. I've had plenty of female friends that have, have bemoaned you? the fact. Well, yeah, look, why, haven't you, why haven't you made any sort of connection between us? Oh, come on. You've had your own a few for a while, haven't you? We've drawn yeah. up a shortlist for you. We've drawn up a shortlist. Yeah. But no, they've bemoaned the fact that they've had to use. Is it the pill? Is that what they call it? That is the official. <laughs> that, is that what they call it? It seems to be <laughs> a, a, ge- a, a generic, yeah, a generic name. It seems to be a generic name, doesn't it? They've bemoaned the fact that they've had to use the pill because of their boyfriend's insistence on having sex without. I was going to say bareback then. I don't know. Bareback. I feel like saying that in public. That's bareback. that's that's the technical term for that type bareback. of for that type of sex. But they've bemoaned the fact that they've had to go out and buy the pill. So it's not. There's nothing better than signalling your intention to a potential female mate that you're. Uh, what's the word? Considerate. You're willing to sacrifice. Game. That feeling of airbag sex. It's a loving gift. Give him a condom. I agree with it. I agree. It is it's a loving gift. Maybe not a loving gift. No, it is. Maybe not romantic. I think it is. But... It's practical. Here's the thing as well, because in this day and age, for some reason, I think we come full circle with contraception. Because I think our, in previous generations, there were, there were bloody loving condoms. They were all for it. It was bloody brilliant this generation's then gone oh, i can't really no it's not as good with that is it and so it becomes less and less of a thing and i think women are more encouraged to like be on the pill that kind of thing but then there's also another movement of like no don't put women on the pill like if you want to have sex you know you why don't you start wearing the contraception that kind of thing and it's and it's become a big sort of discussion in some relationships mm-hmm. of whose responsibility or what and if i think if you go in there straight away going do you know what keep me out of the friend zone here i'm a keeper okay i'm prepared 
to be it the sends one the that right responsibility. It sends the right message. You say, "I'll put a, I'll put a rubber on it if you pay for the first date." Exactly. You, you know, it's that's all about. It's, I, yeah, that's what you should open up with. Relationships. <laughs> that should be your bio. That should be your bio. Relationships are all about give and take, and this is a perfect example of that. I think personally, put a roof over your head <laughs> and a condom on my penis. That's what he, you know. I, I mean, look. I think it's just a great idea. I think it's a fantastic thing. It's a great sort of romantic gesture, and I think it would go down very well. You go with the the, the two pronged approach of showing her that you're like the other guys. Right, no, yeah. not with the condom. Not oh, with the condom. Okay. I don't Extra think safe. That would be that would be impractical. I think it works. That would be painful. <laughs> but the two pronged approach. That's my train of thought. Two pronged approach of showing her you're a keeper. And I can't remember what the prong was, to be honest with you. <laughs> this is why I interrupt to try and divert you. <laughs> Showing you you're a keeper and safe sex. We'll go with that. Yeah, we'll go, go with, with that. that. Go with that. Know. You know, when in doubt, promote safe sex. Exactly. And this is this is the thing. I just think it's better for the environment, probably, if you recycle mm. them. Use them more than once. Great idea. <laughs> Wash them out. Ring them out. I've been in people's bedrooms before where there's been a used one on the like the window ledge before. Yeah, that's that's a classic student thing, is that? Isn't Probably it? stuck to the window ledge. That um, I've never understood that. After people have sex, intercourse, relations, mm. whatever word you want to use, coitus. People, let's not go that far. That's a bit graphic for me. Um, rumpy pumpy. Rumpy. I'm happy. Rumpy pumpy. Very good. For any kids listening. Rumpy, yeah, I'm sure they are. <laughs> the friend zone. Um, <laughs> for some people, they do just like fling it on the floor afterwards, don't they? Yeah. And I don't know. I always think, why aren't we just sort of like taking care of that? Like procedurally, surely that's part of the sort of, right, let's remove it, wrap it up, a little bow, perhaps. Pop it in the bin. For me, it's a, it's a personal hygiene. I've seen people before. What, you and personal hygiene? hygiene? Yep. I'd listen. Come on. I get a bath every day, I get a shower every day. I'm the king of personal hygiene. You suck your fingers every sure. day. <laughs> only when I'm paid to do it. <laughs> Way too out me. Way too out me. That's your only fans there. But I... <laughs> link in bio. Link in mm-hmm. bio. But I've seen people wiping up their mess with the t-shirt that they've taken off to do with it. Disgusting. All that is that, that if we if we talk about icks, that is a major a major ick. It's a major ick. Crust is a major. Crust. <laughs> So it's a we'll, we'll try and get back on topic as much as Sorry, I enjoy yeah, we, these, these derailings. The we, way to stay out of the friend zone, a, back, a box of condoms, jumbo size, 100, okay? Because then yeah. that's, a, that's a commitment tool, unless she's going around using them with other guys, in which case that's, you know, not ideal. Not you. on, is it? That is not on. She this has is a shared gift. We will use them together. And if you want to do it discreetly as well, you could always buy a box of chocolates, eat the chocolates and put the condoms in the kind of compartments where the chocolates would have been. That's you know, if you're in, if you're at you said you're out at a restaurant, we don't have to pull up to a restaurant with a box of Jurex, do you? Good point, actually. Yeah, sneak up, them on your person. Pull up with a milk tray and a milk tray. You know, stick them in there. I bought one of those the other week, actually, a few weeks back, because I was like, I found a small one again, off off track here a little bit. More what? A small box of the milk uh, tray. Right, yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. good to clarify, isn't it? These days. Yeah. No. You never know. Uh, average. Um. <laughs> it was a small box of of this of these Cadbury's milk tray, and I bought it. It was like a pound. I was at like a really cheap shop. I was like, "Oh, this is quite good value for money." This I was like, "Oh, this is what a pound for like a box of chocolates? That's decent. Yeah, like a, a nice box as well." Opened it up. You get six chocolates inside. You get six. What in the in the box? Yeah. So you can get square ones, but I bought like a rectangle. Shape. Oh, like an an oblong, an oblong yeah, one. Yeah, and you get in six there, so. in there. Anyway, move on to the next one. My first tip to get out of the friend zone or stay tip. out of the friend zone is 
all of my tips are based out of either real life experiences or a basic understanding of human psychology or <laughs> tactics to manipulate people. Yeah, this one, mainly that one. Is, this one is based out of um, an anecdotal experience and it's learn a new language. So I was thinking back to that, that fateful week in July that I spent in Milan. You might remember it. You weren't there, but you were, getting, yeah. you were getting dispatches. And the, the first night we went out in Milan, we bumped into a lovely, lovely lovely individual who's from cambridge and he was he was out there at this bar one of the most interesting people i could have ever met when i was seven or eight double vodka lemonades down very attractive guy when you when you know when you're when you're that drunk but the clincher for me the bit that i you know i thought oh my god god i could do, do stuff with you shall we wow. say, was when he went to the bar to order a drink and he ordered in Italian, so it's English, but ordered in Italian. And I thought, you know what, I'm hooked. That is like, you know, that is giving me adrenaline. <laughs> the bartender said to him in Italian or whatever, I'm not actually Italian, I can't speak Italian, but I can speak Portuguese. And he ordered in Portuguese. Ooh. And he was just riffing off these, he was just riffing off these languages, right? So I get back to the table and obviously I'm there propped up on the, the end of the bar and he's there kind of peacocking away. Bit of a role reversal for me. I didn't really like that. You're Shall propped I? up at the end of the bar. I was, yeah, no, I was oh, very drunk God. because... We were abroad, so they're obviously very liberal with how they're mixing their drinks with the amount of vodka mm. and lemonade they're putting in. But if you keep on going back to the same bar, they get to know you. So then they get even more that way inclined. And we were, the drinks were cheap anyway. So it must have been seven or eight double vodka lemonades down. And when I say double, I mean triple, quadruple, maybe. Uh, and get back to the table. And I'm like, well, so how many languages do you know then or whatever? <laughs> really? Obviously, I knew, I knew English and Badalist. English yeah. and pissed. You know, a, a weird grasp of them both. And he spoke Italian, Portuguese, Russian, and Arabic, I think, with the, with the fall. And he was taking me. He was taking me. <laughs> you having a stroke? <laughs> but he was, <laughs> I know first aid as well. But he was taking me through them all. And I tell you what, Ed, I've cool. never found somebody as attractive as I did in that moment of time, which would have been, you know, down to the cocktail of alcohol, mm. you know, that's literally going on inside me, but also the sheer skill and. You, you know, you, you just know there was a man that he'd, oh boy, that had immersed himself in culture. I think he was 21 as well. So to pick up four languages, five languages at 21 is amazing. And I've never been so attracted to somebody at that point. He wasn't even, the face wasn't even. Wasn't good. even a looker. And you, yeah, you're attracted to him. That's well, yeah. weird. So learn a new language. Duolingo's worth it after all is what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I think he was, you think he was studying at Cambridge. So I think that, that also added a few more social credit points to his score for me personally, you know, yeah, you care about that. Intelligent intelligence. So you think that learning language, learning multiple languages or whatever is an attractive trait. It's more likely going to get you into relationships as opposed to friendships. Yep. Completely. That that is my logic. I think that that it makes you an inherently more interesting person because not only do you know a language, there's a reason why behind why you've decided to learn that language. You've probably even lived there for a while as well, so you have the stories to tell about that. And also, it means that you can break that language barrier down. When he went to order the drinks and he ordered in Italian and then switched to Portuguese at the click of a, click of a finger, it was weirdly sexy, weirdly sexy. Yeah, it's nice, though, isn't it? I guess when, when someone knows something, it feels like, you know, it signals their intelligence as well. You know, if you know multiple languages, it's intelligent, isn't it? I could just be so. sapiosexual. Is that a thing? Yeah, that's uh, when you're attracted to intelligence. So maybe not everybody is like that, but I am. One of the first things I look for on a Tinder profile is the, where they went to university. Really? Oh, Have a look at that. It's also, but it's like a social signal as well as an intelligence thing, isn't it? I guess like with uni, because like if you go to a certain uni, certain unis are known <clears throat> as being really good or really yeah. bad. Exactly. 
I would never kind of preclude somebody from my life for wow. not going to a certain uni, but on Tinder, it's a nice, you know, if they're a 10 out of 10, but they didn't go to uni, I'm not swiping left. You, know you I mean? went to Bolton? Bolton. <laughs> I didn't even know they had a uni there. <laughs> the University of Grimsby. Oh, God. Coventry. <laughs> Stop, because Bolton and Coventry actually have universities, whereas I picked a town that didn't on purpose so as to not offend anybody. I don't care. I don't care. I just you, pick random places. Like, to be fair, you can because you didn't go or you went and then kind of yeah. departed. My second point don't hit a woman, but <laughs> do give her a flirty little push. On a night out, <laughs> a flirty little foot. If you're having banter, okay, on a way back from a night out and you're having a flirty banter, whatever, you're on the way to Mackey's after a night out, it's like, oh God, to so stay out the friend zone there and to go with the next step. If there's clearly interest, this is good. it's important. This, this has got to be consensual, it's got to be reciprocal. Can I, can I push you? No, 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 it's got to be, a, it's a feeling. I mean, I'm sure that's what a lot of people say about consent, though, but I'm not sure to stand up in a court of law. <laughs> anyway, anyway, sorry. The point, no, don't try and twist this because you always <laughs> try to do this. Shocking. The point I make is a little flirty little push, not into the road. Don't, you know, don't push her into the road. Don't get convicted of manslaughter. I'm just saying, like a little sort of, a little sort of, oh, oh you. Oh, what are you oh, like? What are you like? Aren't you? What are you like? Okay. Just a little flirty push. <laughs> Okay, that'll immediately you, you're no longer friends there. You're either enemies or lovers. There's no gonna between. love you or hate you. Exactly. And it's a good little test, is that it's a good test. You're not being, you're not, she's not gonna make you a friend from that. She's either gonna despise you and slap you, or she's gonna go, do you know what? This guy's got a bit about him. He's prepared to go, you know, he's got a bit of banter about him, you know, he's having a laugh with us. And I think. If there's some sexual tension there already, that flirty little push goes down a storm. I've never swatted a woman away like a fly. Haven't you? But <laughs> but maybe that's why I've never had a girlfriend. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's why I never had a girlfriend. It is a good way for, for sure of kind of seeing where you're at. Because mm-hmm. friends don't do that to each other, especially if they're of different genders. You know, guys that are friends with girls don't go shoving them, do they? But then again, I'm not sure yeah, that don't, don't not sure boyfriends. Definitely. Don't want the word shove. Don't change a little flirty push into oh, shove. Sorry, a little flirty. Well, when does a little flirty push become a, a shove? Though I'm not sure. Well, a shove's usually with both hands, isn't it? Oh, is it right? It's, so it's I'm one talking, hand, preferably the weak hand. So if you're right-handed, go with the left hand, and if you're left-handed, go with the right hand. So yeah. so as to kind of curb the amount of power you're using. It's, there. A, little, it's a banterous push, a flirty little banterous. Push. Maybe if you're feeling bold as well, just give her like a little. Flirty Lick of the ear or a pat on the head, maybe or something like that. So, you know, while we're patronizing them. I'm just talking about like building this sort of sexual tension up from talking to mm-hmm. like going to the next step of like when there's clearly a rapport. Couldn't you just like put your arm around or something like that? That's, that? that's is that, creepy. Is that how do how do women react to that? Like, Generally like, not so good because then it's a like controlling that. thing. Because look, I've got you, do you know what I mean, around the, oh, gosh, around the yeah. thing. Unless you're in a relationship, obviously, in which case it's more sort of close. could you like give her your coat? If, you know, if that's cold, acceptable. That, that's one way to start the friend zone, I think. I'd be a really good, down here, really good straight man. I've got down here, swap clothes. I think this is a good idea. Swapping clothes is the first step to marriage, I've got down here. I love the, the gender fluidity of that. Swap your clothes round, and I just think... If you're... Oh, God, I don't have... It's a bit cold today. Oh, can I wear your hoodie? That kind of, you know... Yeah, they, they love that. You're they? not friends anymore. Yeah, girls love that. Sharing food is another one. I think that some people yeah. view that as a love language. Sharing food. 
and you gradually become more and more intertwined. Share you? clothes, share food, share a flirty push. Okay, there's lots of things that you could do to sort of break this sort of this sort of like invisible layer of oh, is this friendly? Is this flirty? Oh, like a force field between you, isn't it? Like you don't yeah. want to. Nobody really wants to overstep the mark there, and sometimes you just have to give a girl a push. Yeah, not into the road. Do it. In, make no. sure it's a, a safe environment. Make sure she's not had that much to drink so that she doesn't stagger stumble around. over. Make sure she's not wearing heels. That would yeah. be a disaster if That's she were important. to twist her ankle. Make sure she doesn't yeah. have flat feet. Yeah, like I said, I've been on a few dates before. Then obviously you go back after, no, nope, and you'd be obviously. watching something. You'd be watching Netflix or whatever after, you know, after cartoons. And you're laying there, and then suddenly you find that your legs, like one leg, is intertwined. Oh, how's this? And happened? then suddenly you find that both legs are intertwined, and then suddenly you think, if I wanted to leave, I couldn't really leave because. You know, his legs are all over mine. You know, if I wanted to leave, well, I'm kind of paralyzed from the waist down here. And then suddenly, you know, one thing leads to another and dot, dot, dot. In the world. Sorry, Sophie you, from Mamma Mia. Were you there against your will? What do you mean? Your, your <laughs> legs were pinned down. What, what do you mean? I, I can't move. What no, I mean, if, if somebody's legs are all over your legs, you know, as you do as you're building intimacy uh-huh. and you maybe want to leave, or maybe you need to go to the toilet. So I'm handcuffed. Suddenly I'm handcuffed now. Can't, well. you know, Change this radiator. I can't where's move. this? Where's this gag come from? Where's this oh. gag come from? Well, uh, can we be friends? Can we just be friends? <laughs> I kind of like this dynamic. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, you, you're building intimacy through touch. And mm. that's a surefire way of building a friendship into a something more ship, a situation ship. Uh, some people call it these days. Mm-hmm. That you can and the brilliant thing about those is that you can have more than one at once. So, that's fantastic. You, yeah. All for Say that. that for the for the Valentine's podcast, though. <laughs> We will bring that up on there, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, I do think it's a good way of, of sort of moving from that next sort of verbal to physical. But you've got to be careful how you do that. You've got to make sure that the energy of the mm. evening is right. Have you done it yourself with a girl that you've been with in a, in a club? She's told you a joke or something. You're like, stop it, you. And then you give them a little, little tap I'll be honest, on the I've never done the flirty push before. This is maybe terrible advice. Probably don't try it, but I'm still going to give it anyway. The I've next night out, we go on. Test it out. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I, yeah, I've... I've definitely had the thing where a girl comes up and hugs me, that kind of thing. And it's like, what was well, it like a high type of thing? Like yeah, a... like we'll be talking, and next minute she's like, oh, I'm a bit cold, and could, I could do with a hug, and that kind of And it's like, yeah, okay. You look warm. Yeah. Oh, God. I've had that. I've had that when a girl asks for your jacket as well. That's always a good one. Yep. See, there's, they're swapping clothes, things, isn't it? They don't, might not necessarily ask for the, the jacket, but they'll put their hands inside. So, like, they'll put your in your waist and then, like, in your jacket and as they hug you, kind of yeah, thing. Right. Which is a, yeah. She might as well get in the jacket at that point. Yeah. Get rid. Um, she sees the Primark label. <laughs> slightly less interested no, by that. Matt's that interesting one. Thank you. I, I would say, as a general rule, if you are a male in pursuit of a female, maybe leave it to her to do the the first kind you of. You do have to most of the time, yeah. yeah. There we go. Which is why Sound I'm knowledge. saying this is probably not great advice. Toby knows women. Then. And also, I've not specified stay out the friend zone. I've not specified men or women here. So this could be a a, no. a woman doing this Did to a man. Did you use the the she pronoun at the beginning? But other than that. Because I thought a lot of mine could could apply, you know, like shave off your neck beard and stop living in your mum's basement. Is that one? No, it's not. It it's should not. be. It it's should not. be. You know, have that one for free, guys. Have that one. It for should free. be. Get rid of the gecko. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the monster energy. Anyway, I'll go to my next one. Go to my next Get one. Get rid of the pet snakes. Oh, go on. You know, it's like picking from a selection box. This. Um... They're all bounties, are they? Yeah, <laughs> I like a bounty. I like about. I feel like my <laughs> my one. advice appeals to those people that like bounties. Yeah, which is why they got rid of. Sad. Pretend 
you like astrology, poetry, theater, or vegetarianism? <laughs> Just pretend that you're into any of those topics. So I think this one is, is specific. Pick this one because it's specifically targeted, I think, at a man trying to increase or enhance his appeal vis a vis a woman uh, who that he likes and knows um, that she might not like him back. The amount of girls that I know that are interested in astrology, and when I say interested in astrology, I'm interested in it because it's funny to me. I, you know, it's kind of like, oh, so it's, it's, it's ridiculous, isn't it? It's ridiculous. So I yeah. look up, you know, Taurus character traits and I look at it, yeah, it's generic enough or whatever. And then I would kind of sarcastically label, oh, you're such a Taurus, you're such an Aries, you're such a Gemini, whatever. It means absolutely cancer. nothing. You're a cancer you, to this group. You are group. such a cancer to society. Yeah. But it doesn't mean anything to me. But the funny thing, the funny aspect of it is, and I found this in my own community as well, is that Ooh. some people take it seriously. Mm. So if you say to a Taurus, you're such a Taurus, if they're into astrology, they'll be fuming. <laughs> if being a Taurus is a bad thing. Are you saying I'm boring? No. You know, I'm doing myself into a bit of a hole there type of thing. But women especially are into this, into your crystal stuff as well. We, we love that stuff. Yeah. Poetry theatre it's all about you presenting yourself as somebody that is more in tune with their interests the interests of the people that you are chasing it's about lying to them so you can manipulate them so you can get into a relationship with them don't you say it's about (laughs) it's where's the folks it's about lying to them so that you have an opportunity to develop to develop an interest in a facet of life that you otherwise wouldn't have been interested in because the best relationships are based on Lies. Shared oh, passion. Lies. <laughs> Falsehoods. Falsehoods. The best relationships oh. are based on... <laughs> you know, it makes me laugh, you know, with my relationship history, fairly chaotic, you know, I think it's... Yeah. Nah, it's a... Imagine, like, Liz Truss's premiership, but over and over again, basically. Mm-hmm essentially Forever. It's a bit like that but people still come to me for advice and i love it it's weird yeah. isn't it it's, it's i think it's amazing it's weird i don't know why but i i disperse dispense with my advice usually it's to gaslight them and yep. people keep on coming back to me so you just close around you this, this is probably another example of that but i would say same could go with music taste as well because what i do love doing is getting to know somebody asking for their spotify going on that and discovering new music and not only do you get a potential common interest out of that, you also get maybe some new music that's actually good. This is why you try and get into relationships to find to source out new music. That's exactly what I do. What it is. Uh, but yeah, exactly. I sort of, I do get sort of get what you're saying there. Um, I think a better, maybe a better way of phrasing it might be that don't be dismissive of someone's interests. Be open to them. And then perhaps maybe you can find an interest in them at some point further down. The yeah, line, I think uh, what I'm trying to say is, is be open minded and maybe take on show interest in the interests of somebody that you're pursuing, if that makes sense. And don't be dismissive, because I think we've spoken about this before, probably off camera. Neither is ever particularly religious, but I think more than anything, when it comes to debates around religion, I find the people that are overly atheists the most annoying mm-hmm. as opposed to religious people, you know, people that bang on about I'm an atheist and I'm completely closed minded to any other kind of competing perspective. Those people are annoying. And it's the same with, with this, you know, you can shit on and we do shit on astrology, uh, you know, as we should, mm. but if somebody's genuinely passionate about it and they're talking about it, you'd never want to shoot them down. You know, I think take a, generally interested in that and disrespectful, isn't it? Go a bit lighter on them than you otherwise would. Perhaps. If you want to be with them. Exactly. Yeah. Otherwise dismissive. If you want go to destroy their them. confidence, you know, tactfully, and they're getting on your nerves a bit, then by all means, rip the shit out of them. Exactly. Perfectly valid way of dealing with it. 
Next point, don't message back straight away. Keep them guessing. Turn yourself into a slot machine, a sexy slot machine, and vary up the payout, okay? This is how you stay out, uh, out of the, the friend zone. Where have, where have you got this from? What books have you been reading? My mind. Is this, is this Jordan Peterson again? This is, this is actually just for me. Um, <laughs> a slot machine. Out, yeah, a sexy slot machine. machine. It's, it's quite good, yeah. It's, it's, it's fantastic because I can't it. Um, do this in order to, to stay out of the friend, the friend zone because what you've got to do is, obviously you want to be responding to messages, that kind of thing, but there is that early stage in a relationship or when you get to know somebody when you're chatting, you don't really know how the other person really feels. If you go a little bit too quick on the responses, it can come across a little bit too much over the top, maybe a bit too intense to begin with. Mm. Yeah. And so just vary it up a bit. Maybe sometimes you do reply after 10 minutes, but maybe sometimes you reply after five hours. Yeah. Maybe then you give it a day. Maybe then you're back 20 minutes then, maybe three hours. Vary it up a little bit. Like just vary it up a bit because then you keep them guessing a little bit. It's like, oh. Oh, okay. Oh, a bit of spice there. Oh, interesting. And before you know it, you're not on the friendship terms here. Friends tend to have a more regular pattern. Mm -hmm. You re regularly respond at a certain time or maybe straight away or whatever it is for in individual people. Whereas when you're just first chatting with people, spread it out a little bit. There's no rush. You're just getting to know each other. Yeah, okay, make sure you're still showing interest, that kind of thing. But feel free to make it a bit more sporadic here, you know? So you're mm. a sexy slot machine. Don't pay out every time pay out maybe once every five hours so like that just keep yeah. it varied i think keep you do have to be spice. Un unpredictable don't you yeah. because what you don't want especially in situations like these is somebody to take your presence for granted if they know what they're getting they're going to be bored of it and also they're going to expect it as well this is one thing i don't like about people is expecting you know as if they're entitled to replies that's why I do like to keep it, you know, sometimes I'll go off the grid for a day or two, you know. Ooh, keep yeah. it sexy. Keep it mysterious. People don't know what you're up to. Let them guess. Toby hasn't replied in two days. I wonder what he's doing. Probably nothing. Probably. But the mind wonders. The Ignoring mind, me. The mind wonders. Also very um, how keen you come across. It's also a good one. Mm. Um, which I think is called love bombing, actually. So I think that that is also a manipulative technique when you go overly keen on somebody and then go cold. Uh, so maybe don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. But don't come across desperate. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Don't manipulate them. No. Just vary it up a little bit. But vary up the, the response time, which, you know, also has permutations for how keenly you come across. Don't be too mm. intense about it. I mean, just realise it's it's fun. You know, there's nothing concrete set in stone here. You're just figuring each other out and it's fine. As long as you're still showing interest, it's like an effort, a little bit of an effort. Don't you know? Don't go all in straight away. Quick responses straight away. All oh, that kind of thing. The worst one is when, and you see it sometimes with guys, where it's like the girl might take like five hours to respond, respond, but then the guys like messaging back instantly, like straight away, yeah. and then it's like we has to wait five hours and they message back instantly. It's like you don't want to do that. Just tranquilo, tranquilo, relax. I think. <laughs> I think being on, if, if you're the person that's receiving those instant replies as well, you just know that you're going to get them. There's no fun in that. There's no guesswork. There's this no kind the of suspense that you're building towards something. It's just kind of like a, he's going to reply. So. You want the thrill of the chase. Is he going to respond? Is he going to ghost me? To help put yourself in a position like that, where you're kind of staving away from the desperation side of things. Maybe you're going to have to have more than one iron in the fire. Really? Just let's Two face time. it, the person... The person that you're probably talking to 
does with the way with the nature of the way people are these days most people you know if they're on these dating apps it's never been easier to have these romantic interests you know going on nights out whatever pick a few up that way if pick you a want. few pick a few if you want any of you want yeah you know so it's kind of like don't put yourself in the don't deal yourself a losing hand if you're if you're only talking to this one romantic interest and you're putting all your eggs in that one basket, you're putting yourself in a position of desperation where Ooh. everything's riding on this and you're thinking about, oh, I wonder if she's going to reply, I wonder if he's going to reply. Broaden out the spectrum of people you're talking to. You might learn a thing or two as well. Interesting. See, I wasn't making that point. You, you're now saying that we should like broaden the pit. You love the irons and the fire, don't you? You love the irons and the fire. Whereas I've always traditionally been more sort of focus on one person at a time yeah i just think that with with that you're you're kind of putting yourself in a position of disadvantage because the people that you might be talking to would have two or three or four other people you know you might not be their first priority shall we say at that point i think you just kind of come across as a bit more not you personally it sounds like i'm attacking you personally no, it's fine i don't but take it personally come, but yet you are, are coming across as <laughs> desperate Whereas if you've got a few kind of people to play off, not play off, that's a horrible way of putting it. That is a horrible you know, way. But it's come out. A few. It's come out. I hate it when those, when those Freudian slips come out. I hate yeah, it, you know. But when, you've got, when you've got a few people to talk to at once, you're not just thinking about that one person all the time. You're less inclined to reply instantly. Because there's people on the subs bench. Yeah, backups, as you call them. Yeah, as my sister calls them garlic bread because they're on the side. <laughs> It runs in the family. You got a few garlic breads, uh, you know, on the just scene at once. Garlic Subs- mayo. Subspens is a good a good way of putting it as well. I just think. dip myself into that. Could have a different a different one for every day of the week if you want. Jesus, um, save off the quick the quick replies. Maybe. I mean, that wasn't that wasn't quite the point I was making. I was sort of making more about the sort of response times, but I mean, you've broadened it to sort of actually what I'm doing is multiple a- people on the go. I'm facilitating. Your advice. Some people might listen to your advice and go, "Yeah, but I'm talking to this girl." And How can I, I can't help? This? I can't. I can't help but reply so fast. And I'm saying, talk to a wider range of people. Maybe you won't be inclined to reply as fast, and you'll probably end up being single for longer because you're putting. No, but listen. I think you know, on the single front. I mean, I wish I'd been single for longer, to be honest with you. And, really? Uh, it's, it's a dangerously effective method. The one that well, let's not turn the podcast into about you again. Come on. We'll and next do, week, we'll do a podcast about you. Toby's life stories next week. Yeah. <laughs> How to be single. Oh, see, I'm, I'm going with that. I'm going with that. Yeah. Don't mess I, back yeah, I like that. And I, I put my own twist on it as well. You know, just you, well, you hijacks it, but yeah, go just on. To, just, to, just to help a few people out there as well. Maybe don't uh, take his advice, but go on. This next one is based off of uh, what I saw a friend do. So I'm already abdicating responsibility, which probably gives you a clue as to the nature of it. Uh, Quite simply, get with someone else in front of them. God, play the jealousy card. Brilliant. Which manipulative? (laughs) Fantastic. Which, although is is not is not something that would naturally come to mind for me, but I've seen this deployed multiple times amongst friends in in a university setting, and I have to say of the two times i've seen it deployed it's it's worked both times you can't so, argue with science can you so doing this to stay out the friend zone so to get into a relationship essentially or to, to find your way into a relationship so try and get with somebody in order to make that person like you more exactly so in both instances what we've seen going on here is a bit of a situationship go that has been going on that is kind of fizzling out and it's becoming more of a friendship it's becoming a bit friend zone-y. Maybe they've started calling you pal. You know? 
you've obviously got with somebody in the club in front of them just because you've seen them there and you may or may not be i don't know which of whom my friends listen to this so sounds very maybe, maybe we can get away with going into a bit more detail but you've seen them in the uh in the club and you've made a conscious effort to get with whoever happens to be standing by them whether they're a not at a 10 whether they're a 10 out of 10 whether they've got an amazing <sighs> teeth amazing amazing whether they've got amazing teeth i don't know why that came to mind but whether they've got an amazing personality or whatnot i've seen it deployed twice by two different people and both times the person that's been on the receiving end of it the person that has been the guy that's kind of been the object of desires has messaged both times the day after fuming so if oh, was oh, so that's kept her in the friend zone i don't know what happened after that i kind of clocked, <laughs> i tuned out the drama after that so this but is more potentially as a, like... as a wise man once said get their attention so this is more potentially bad advice then so no, i'm saying i'm saying get, i'm not i'm not saying how to keep their attention i'm saying get it but once you've got their attention it's up to you what you do with it apologize yeah. maybe it's probably a good start and then ask them out for a drink maybe <laughs> i'm not sure lighten the mood maybe they'll crack a joke about you getting with somebody else in front of them what you're suggesting is that cheat on your situationship is what you're saying well no it's a situation you're gonna multiple at once it's like spinning plates as many as you can People are like plates. People are like plates. You're right. As many as you just don't smash them. Don't. Just give them a gentle push. Yeah. Just eat off them. Um, (laughs) What? What you get up to in your spare time is absolutely nothing to do with You can eat off people. Some people people trickle like chocolate sauce on each other. Uh, That is a fantasy that some people treat. My next way of staying out of the friend zone is give compliments that a friend wouldn't give. Okay. Now I think there's two sets of compliments you can give her. You have the ones <clears> where you generally give to your friends, and then you have it more sort of flirty, like, oh, we mm, maybe we could be something here. Oh, a bit spicy. Oh, nice. <laughs> you look nice tonight. Well, this is that's probably neutral, I'd say. Neutral, you think that's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, because you could probably say that to her, mate. Oh, you look oh, I like what you're wearing or whatever. You could it depends how you deliver it. <laughs> is that how you deliver that? Oh, I like what you're wearing. You yeah, look nice tonight. Yeah, you look all right, yeah. So, that's right, don't you? <laughs> you but well yeah it's alright uh, best than expected um, <laughs> so you go in with like a compliment of some sort so you know if you're on a date you perhaps go with something like oh oh I like what you've done with your hair is that is that real gold or is that silver you're wearing or a necklace is that <laughs> gold or is it silver sometimes yeah. it sounds to tell I'm just looking about flogging it you know have you seen the silver <laughs> prices lately um, <laughs> so you, what you want to do is you want to get you want to judge it right so you want to go into a little bit of a a flirty compliment or something, or, or like your earrings or something like that. You wouldn't necessarily do that if, in a friendly way. In a friendly situation, you probably wouldn't mm. say that sort of compliment. You don't want to go too overboard. You don't want to completely engulf them in compliments because that can get a bit much. You've that got to time it weird, right. It? You've got to time it right. You've got to get it. In the moment, you've got to pick. You've got to pick your right moment, and then you've got to shoot to kill. Okay, mm. not not literally, obviously. Don't do that on the first date. But you've got to time that, that moment right. When you go for the compliment, how many you do. Make sure you give one. I think on a first date, you should give one. Some people aren't a big fan of them and don't like giving compliments because they feel like they can't take them back. And it's like a, a sort of an act of commitment. <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. is that a thing people do? They won't give compliments just in case somebody returns the, the favor? That's yeah. A, that's a shame. So some people don't give compliments because they then can't feel like they're sort of going a bit becoming a bit too forward they don't want to escalate things too quickly or they feel like they might be taken advantage of if they give a compliment and so that person the only reason i give them is to get them back so that's yeah no it's it's nice that that is actually that hoodie that hoodie is lovely that you're wearing tonight thank you thank you is it black wish i could say the same but i think 
give compliments that a friend wouldn't give. Make sure you set the tone right. Make sure it's what flirty. Kind of, what kind of things are we talking about? Are we talking about something like you smell nice? That's a compliment that a friend wouldn't give because it's a bit more romantically orientated because you're smelling their pheromones. Yeah, so exactly. So you you want to maybe talk about smells, what they're wearing. Unfortunately, it's quite a surface level thing. You don't want to go too deep. Oh, I love your emotional intelligence. That's beautiful. <laughs> you don't want to go that far on the first stage. I mean, just... I love up. your tenderness. Uh, yeah, I love your soft touch. Shame love... about the teeth. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. shame about that. Maybe get them sorted. Shame about the bad breath. It's all about standing out from other people, isn't it, I suppose? Make it originally. You don't want it to be one of those sort of like unoriginal sort of, you just, everyone says it kind of thing. Make it you bespoke. Can, you can have as many friends as you want, which you can have, basically. But when it comes to dating people, I suppose you should only date one person at once. So you've got to make suppose. sure... Some people, the conventional wisdom states. That, oh, <laughs> it's annoying. Boring people with the, you know, not much going on in their lives. But no, but you, you've got to be that one person. So I would say that a good way of standing out amongst the competition, amongst the other friends, is by giving something that is very, very heartfelt, especially bonus points if it's a compliment that they've probably not heard before. Not because it's not true, but because mm. it's unique. Your eyebrow yeah. shape is just lovely. It looks divine. I love your receding hairline. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be a good compliment. Uh, you look fantastic. With maybe just get like a, a new face. If you just get a lovely <laughs> new face there. You Have great. you considered Botox? <laughs> but yeah, you got to stand out from the rest. Basically, is that the the essence of, of what you're saying? It's pretty solid. But a solid kind of serious advice, though, when you think about it, isn't it? Especially for a man, I think delivery is important. You know, mm-hmm. too much eye contact would be a bit creepy. You have got to be careful. As well. I always find with with compliments. I always kind of turn the gay up because I don't want to come across as sarcastic. If that makes sense. If I'm giving like one of my female friends a compliment, I would never want to come across as sarcastic when I'm being genuine. So I always kind of turn that kind of aspect of my personality up just to make sure that they don't think I'm being like dry and witty. I'm give us an example. To give an example. Yeah, go on. What do you mean you'll turn the gay up? Go on, give us an example. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, uh, no. <laughs> Something you know. Do you go it's hard not to do it without 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 a woman sat in front of me. It's hard to do it. But start I, giving it the like, oh, that, that, yeah. that kind of stuff. Oh, girl, those nails are amazing. Do you get them done? You know. But no, in all seriousness, I don't no, do seriously. But no, but no, seriously, <laughs> you've got to. It's all about the way you deliver it in the voice. I think you've got to kind of turn that game just a little bit, just to make sure, because you don't want to come across as monotonal. Yeah, but give us an example. Scathing. Yeah, we, scathing. we don't care about that. We want an example. What's an example of you turning the game up? Abby, <laughs> go on, go on. Turn the gay up. I love those shoes. You know, something like that. As opposed shoes. to... Exactly, exactly that. As opposed to you go, yeah, those... That sounds sarcastic. I love you. No, it does It does not. As opposed to, I love those shoes. You know, it sounds a bit more, I love those shoes. You know, you've that got to sarcastic. get in there. You've got to go in there. Maybe you're not used to taking compliments. Uh, <laughs> especially especially for your footwear. But, oh. <laughs> but you've got to turn that... I love those shoes. It's all in the inflection. I love those shoes, but it's probably for a different podcast. Yeah, not, get me on a, a get me on a linguistic get me on a linguistic podcast. That's that. not. That's not. But you um, can't be dry and monotonal and kind of sarcastic in your tone in in your delivery. I think another good another little top tip uh, for com- giving compliments out to stay out the friend zone is just say it passingly. Like, don't make a big thing of it. Just say it like as if you've not said anything, just off the cuff. Like, make an off the cuff comment. Don't make it a big thing of. 
wow, you look wonderful tonight. Like, don't make it, don't build it up. <laughs> make it subtle. Like, oh, you look, oh, I like what you're wearing. And just keep conversation going. Like, just move on straight from the compliment as well. Yeah, just they'd have to notice. They'd have to notice, though, that you've said it. They're not dumb. They still heard the words you're saying. It's probably just didn't register, didn't they? Probably. Know, he's just been... He's you just might been date friendly. dumb people, but I, I like to date, he's, you know, intellectuals. I'm, I'm a sapiosexual. Well, you can say that, can't you? I think we've got a flag. On to your next one. I'll go to what's probably my most romantic one on the list. Romantic piece of information on the list. As, as We're waiting. As, as, well, it just sounds really unnatural coming out of my mouth. I don't like it. Make them a Spotify playlist. Ooh. Low energy, low effort. So this is why I love it. This is why I'm a proponent of it. Jazzy name. Nice picture. Little Spotify thing. No, Nice picture. It's important. And the songs you put on it are crucial. You don't want to go overboard with your ballads. Your love songs. You don't want to go overboard on the rap, though, because I probably think, God, this person's got no taste. There's a happy middle ground to be sought here with subliminal messaging, just to show that you're in tune with your emotions and your feelings. This is like the modern day version of buying flowers. I think this is you getting no, buying flowers. Um, I think it's much more useful than flowers. It's useful. A Spotify playlist. Music, music carries meaning. People associate music to events. There's nothing better than so TikTok. You could be brain dead. So TikTok. Is you, you could be brain TikTok dead. trending songs on there. You could, Savage Love, is that still trending? Yeah. You could be you could be brain dead and going to a supermarket and buy somebody flowers. Playlist, you couldn't because you couldn't And walk. saying, oh, this is a song that it means a lot to me because it was a song that was playing when I first met you in this book. Blah, blah, blah. Sentiment is important. Flowers, thoughtless. The sentiment in this, it's all over it. All you've done is just put some songs in a list. Anyone See, that's, can do that. You know, that is simplifying it, stripping it down. It's so much more than that. So much more than that. It's about meaning. It's got meaning. Flowers don't have meaning. Of course they do. You've you've a bunch of roses. Them. It doesn't have meaning. It's a bit you've cliche. You've been to a shop. You've handpicked them. You've picked them out specifically. Then you spent oh, some money on them. Why, if you've handpicked those flowers for a specific reason, oh, they were your mum's favourite. And now she's dead. Now I'm crying because you've reminded me. Of my so this demo. is her reincarnated in her favourite flowers. And it's going to die again in two weeks. And I've put her <laughs> ashes in the soil. <laughs> you sicko. You sicko. But with the Spotify playlist, there's a lot more thought going behind it in terms of the songs. And also the sentiment, flowers, cliche, Spotify playlist. How many people have made your Spotify playlist? That's such a TikTok generation thing. Not many. How many people have bought you flowers? Probably a lot. Make them a Spotify playlist. I think it's a genius idea. This is why you're single. (laughs) This is exactly why. I've never made anybody a Spotify playlist. (laughs) This is all the advice that we've never taken. Do, do as I say, not do as I do. What I'm doing is I'm hoping somebody gets back to me and says, yeah, well, I followed this piece of advice. It was terrible. It was most of them. But the Spotify playlist was amazing. And then maybe I'll go and make one. But for now, I'm not doing anything. It's workable. It wouldn't be my preferred option, but it's workable. We can you do get plus points. Like if you if you turn up underneath a bedroom window with a boom box, you mm-hmm. get plus points for that as well. That's a bit, a bit of effort, though. Baggy jeans. <laughs> okay, on to the next one. Don't play it safe. Okay, playing it safe will automatically switch you into a friend-like state, okay? If you're trying to, if you're on like some sort of date or whatever, and you're trying to go from a date into something a bit more serious and trying not to fall into the friend zone, Mm. what you want to do is not play it safe. This is the worst thing you can do. They'll end up treating you like a mate, like a buddy, like a pal. You just have nice fluffy chats with each other. We're busy friends. Oh, We have sleepovers together. Do you want to go for a coffee? No. No, I don't. Nothing wrong with a coffee. No, I don't want to go for a coffee. (laughs) Are we going in a relationship or not? 
Okay. So what you've got to do then is don't play it safe in your topics of conversation. Don't be afraid to make a little joke about their dead grandparents or something, for example. Don't be afraid to have a little giggle about it. Push the boundaries a little bit because what you've got to do there is... pushing you this week? I'm about pushing. Yeah, well, not don't shove, don't shove. Make sure you're going and putting yourself out there a little bit because I think women, I'm generalizing here, but from my knowledge, seem to enjoy when a guy doesn't play it safe, when there's a little bit of an edge to the guy. Some women like a bad boy. Okay, this is the well-known fact, okay? Maybe you don't want to go the whole hog, you know, stealing cars, slashing wrists, these kind of things. You don't want to be Slashing wrists. <laughs> okay, slashing tyres. <laughs> I went. I was going to say slashing throats, and then I was going to say slashing tyres, and I went with slashing wrists instead. Um, so they slash tyres, they slash necks, they slash wrists, they slash everything, okay? Stop bloody slashing, honestly. The slasher. So you don't want to go the whole hog, but you do want to have a bit of an edge to you because that creates intrigue, it creates interest, it creates sexual tension, it creates allure, you know, yeah. oh, intriguing, interesting. So this is why you don't want to play it safe on a date. You don't want to play it safe in general social interactions yep. when you're trying to create something romantic. Yep. You want to sort of play at the boundary, play That's to right. win, don't play not to lose. Play to win, don't play not to lose. Interesting. I do know how you, when you said a bit of edge, you uh, you looked at me and raised your eyebrows at me. I take that as a compliment. Uh, I think my... that's, that's you again, your ego. Illusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, last point was actually going to be ignore them. That's kind of what you said before. Stop being nice so they know what they're missing, okay. which is kind of what you're saying there. You can't just be... I'm not a big believer in nice guys for this last. I don't think... I think that that's a truism. I don't think it's necessarily true. Can I can I jump in on this nice guy thing? Go on then. Is it with a personal story about you? No, not not really. But I've you know I've been thinking about this. Saying you're a nice guy is not a selling point. Okay, it's like a restaurant saying you won't throw up here. Do you know I mean like that's a given? <laughs> Do you know I mean that's we should take that as a given that you should be a generally sort of nice person to be around. That's not a selling point. That's not a reason for someone to be with you. There's lots of nice guys. Some guys can also sing and play the guitar. You're competing mm-hmm. with them. You've got to be more than just nice. You've got to have more things going on there. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. It's almost like a bare minimum kind of requirement, isn't it? Yeah. Right. And also, if you describe yourself as nice, we always used to get told off at school, primary school, when we were thinking of adjectives to describe things. And if you use the word nice, you would get told off because it's not descriptive at You're all. You're a basic. Person. It's just kind of like saying, I have no discernible characteristics and I'm not a bad person. I've no selling is- points. Yeah. If you were trying to sell your company for investment, you wouldn't say, well, I won't make you bankrupt. (laughs) That's not a really good starting point. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, we hope that's not the case. I I had this thing where I go around a couple of years ago, I go around people asking them to describe me in a word and you do it. You catch them off guard and you say within, within three seconds, describe me in a word. Right. Do you, you, you did get, this? Yeah. You get, you, they're you just love confidence. Don't you? Just you love, get your, no, sometimes about me. Not when they're saying cunt, twat, bollocks. <laughs> Which like, they were. Wanker. All of them. But they, they were your exes to be fair. All this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't help. Didn't help the situation. Can I just get a word? Can I get a reference? But the people <laughs> Just one word. The people that said nice were clearly lying. Not, mm. not in that way, but just because they couldn't think of a more descriptive word than nice. Maybe I'm nice, but you can Nasty go, you can go nice. further nice. with it. Get a bit more creative with it than nice. What about charismatic, dynamism, magnetic? Just what just words nice. that sprang to mind, I think. I just don't want to be 
It's starting to be nice. I think that they were trying to censor themselves. They were like, God, I've got all these words I could say. I don't want to offend them. So I'm just going to say nice. It's kind of like the default word and it doesn't describe anything. Stop playing nice. it safe. Start playing to win and stop playing not to lose. Yeah. Don't play on the defense, find the offense. Okay. And also, if they don't vibe with your personality, then that's fine. You can move on to the next person. That's fine. There's, the connection wasn't there. So. This is what I think about people that kind of put all their eggs in one basket and they get a bit nervous before going on dates. I've never really understood this because it's kind of like, there are plenty of other options out there. Mm. You shouldn't, by the time you're going on a date with somebody, you shouldn't have built it up in your mind to be the be all and end all because you shouldn't know him that well before going on the date, the first date, if that makes sense. So I've never really understood this kind of pre-date nerves. If I don't, if this doesn't go well, then it's all over for me. And if this doesn't go well, then I'm going to be so disappointed. Yeah, be disappointed. Maybe learn from your mistakes. Maybe stop being boring. Maybe get a sense of humor, whatever. Maybe don't chew with your mouth open. Get rid of the gecko. Move on. Get rid of the gecko. So I do do get what you're saying. Like, I I don't get the whole sort of first date nerves thing either. But for some guys, I think it's because it's like, oh God, I'm going to have to spend another hundred quid on this date. And it's like, oh, another one. Well, you know know where I stand on that. Pay half. Off each. I just I'm all for equality as well, to be honest. But I think it depends on the situation. Well, no, I think it's a good place to end on is that don't play it safe. Don't play it safe. That's how you stay out of the friend zone. Put yourself out there. Don't don't go into the nice guy routine. No, Boring. Who wants to be a nice guy? Boring. Oh, I'm just such yeah, I don't know why people aren't oh, people aren't getting it. I'm just such a nice guy. Don't, Damien, stop it. Get rid of the gecko though. Do take that away from this. You see, I don't, where is this? This is a new stereotype for me. It's a gecko. <laughs> I've heard the monster energy drinking neck bearded men that live in their mum's basement. The gecko is a new one. Yeah, I've just heard. I don't know. I've just heard it with the monster energy and the neck beard. I don't know. They always have a gecko. If, if you were to write a self-help book, it would be called "Get Rid of the Gecko." Get rid of the gecko. That's, that's an amazing name. title. Great name, get, get rid of the, of the gecko. gecko.